Here we are, here we are, here we are. Welcome to the South Road Boys. Hello. Love that intro. Yeah, why it's not? It's a new one. It's up. It's beat. It's, it's good. It's happening. Starting on a high point. I'm like, breakfast radio. Hello, good morning, Australia. And you've got to be up on breakfast radio. Fuck you do. You don't you, mean if it. You, yeah, <laughs> if you come into breakfast radio feeling as everyone does, who wants so, to listen to you? If you're sounding like you feel, oh, yeah, fucking- It's like- Hello. It's like getting up and your, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your- Significant whoever, other. Significant other. Um, it's just not a morning person. Which is me. Yeah. You don't want to then listen to people on the radio to start your day <laughs> Go on. if they're not morning people. The fuck you guys want? <laughs> but I'm saying there must be so many times. I mean, I work around radio people all the time, but mm. must be so many times with breakfast radio where you're just not in the zone, but you've got to act. That's why there's a lot of methamphetamines in breakfast radio. <laughs> That's that what it is. Did a whipper on the cornflakes? I'm awake. Hello. Now, you mentioned something before we started. Mm-hmm. I thought that's a good topic. Okay. When uh, you mentioned that you uh, you were speaking to someone you hadn't spoken to for a long time since school years. Yes, yes. And you got into a conversation about their personal life. And I was like, how the fuck did you get there? <laughs> and you jokingly said, oh, I can start. Who are you banging? Who are you banging? And it made me think. Questions you should never ask people, but things that would actually get a result quicker than diddling around the conversation. Oh, okay. I mean, it makes it, it, makes it questions in, you in should a, never a, ask. So we're in mixed company. Yeah, like someone you haven't in seen. In a polite society. I mean, maybe not even somebody you haven't seen for ages, to be honest. It might be even somebody you've only just met. Yep. And there's questions that you should never ask. What's that smell? So, I mean, for instance, <laughs> so your parents still alive? Yep. Random question to ask someone that you don't know, though. Very make random. Sure, make sure someone said that to you. So, yeah, mate, yeah, you know, name's Troy. Yeah, no, it's mate's Greg. So, you having a beer? Yeah, mate. Um, so, what would you want to have tonight? Oh, just, you know, a few after-work drinks. Yep. So, your parents still alive? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be thinking, is this guy fucking all there or what? Well, I'd be thinking he knows you. Like, that's a, it's a very personal question to ask. But that's the thing, like, but- it starts a topic that maybe you might not ask normally, but it might get you down a, a road that leads you to I a think, more personal connection. I think you need to really understand your audience. Like, so knowing, like, you're the youngest of your family. Yes. So I always- I'm the baby. You're the baby. So when I was when I a teenager, you had the older parents. You know, that was just, you were the late, you were the late child. Yeah. yeah. So the question of- I thought they were they, really old too, but they weren't as old as I thought. No, they were like 40 or something. They were really old. Um, so are they still alive is, you know, a pretty valid question. Yeah, but it would just be a random thing to say. I might be a case, okay, well, you, you taught someone. I've just met you in the pub. Yep, okay, mate, I'm Joe. Yeah, Troy, mate, how are you? Yeah, good, how are you? Yeah, yeah not bad. How's your night going? Yeah, not bad, pretty good. Yeah, good. So yeah. how many pets have died in your lifetime? <laughs> Random things. Oh, hi. Hello. My name's Josephine. Josephine. What's your name? Uh, Troy, thanks. Oh, yeah. Nice to meet you, Troy. Uh, So, how many venereal diseases have you had? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a question with promise. Yeah. Um, It's a question with promise. Yeah, you meet someone out? Yep. um, G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, Just a curious question. Yeah. You're a raspberry or a strawberry man? (laughs) Actually, raspberry. I love fucking raspberry. (laughs) It's an important question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you could get away with something similar at Bathurst, you know, Fort Holden. Oh, definitely. I mean, to be honest, even in a pub. 
Even in a pub, you, you could get away ask with it. that. Yeah, it's an Aussie thing. It is an Aussie thing. Um, oh, good mate. How are you going? Yeah, good mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, good, good. Um, ever tried guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, not only my thing. You know, I, I disguise. <laughs> <laughs> but you get even break that down further, though. Yes, just randomly saying. So, how many cocks you sucked? <laughs> Valid question. That breaks it down pretty quickly. Yeah, I think mm. though you might find quite. Look, it would depend on where you are. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in Oxford Street in Sydney during Mardi Gras, you're probably going to get a more open and receptive and probably honest response than if you're at the Beach Hotel on a Friday night in Bumfuck Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> asking, asking Dave who's got a randomly mullet. for a bit of a joke. Yeah. Messing you've been glassed in the face. Because <laughs> he's 15 sheets to the mm. wind. Yep. And then you think, fuck, I should have just asked a strawberry raspberry one. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Oh, I'll ask the parents' question. <laughs> I'll open parents with the parents' question. But there'd be so many inappropriate questions you could ask. And yeah. not, not even to just push a button. Just something no, that just... someone wouldn't expect. Or, you know, um, what's the best funeral you've been to? Fucking brilliant. And I No have, one's ever asked, what's the best funeral you've ever been to? And I've got a go-to for that. I've got, <laughs> I've got a funeral story. <laughs> I could give you an answer to that. Well, actually, I do too. So there um, you go. I think I've mentioned it before when there was interpretive kind of, um, well, not dance, interpretive dance pretty much to a poem. And oh, it was very hard not to laugh that. at. I love that. I when want, the whole place is silent. Yes. And you just get that little bit of a... <laughs> and you, once you, someone and you, goes... And you know it's there. And once someone goes, you just can't not. I think I've talked to you about that one before, but I just all I did was stare at the opposite side of the church you on have the wall to. and stared at one brick. Yeah, and just go and And I just watched that brick like save it was going to save my life. <laughs> That's not the brick, it saved my life. <laughs> what did... Sarah. Question, riddle me this. Do you yeah. know what... The DJ saved – how the DJ saved that person's life? No, I do not. From a broken heart. Really? The DJ saved my life from a broken heart. <laughs> you know what I listened to yesterday? Children like, being tortured. Oh, <laughs> look, if only I could listen to something so pleasurable. Um, it's, you know, it's the little things that give you joy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the you – know, The really little about ones. three foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but – I actually listened to, um, hadn't heard it for ages, it just came up on a random Spotify playlist. Yes. Um, Blue Monday, New mm. Order. Mm-hmm. Hadn't listened to it for ages. No. I had no idea. So I'm listening to it and thinking, fuck, I like this song. Mm. Hadn't listened to it for a long time. But I realised, and it wouldn't happen very often these days unless it was a doof-doof track, but that doesn't count because not my normal stuff to go to. Okay. But for normal like chart music or mm. band Top music, pops. Um, it is over two minutes till there's any vocals in that song. Wow. That'd be pretty rare now. Yeah, they get and, into it pretty quick. And the track also goes for nearly eight minutes. Fuck, that's easy. Which I didn't remember that. Territory. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it though. Yeah. Because it's just a funky track. That's all you need. But it was interesting. I thought, because I'm listening thinking, there's been no vocals still and I'm looking at it and it was about two minutes ten. Yep. I'm like, geez, you'd struggle to get away with that now. Yeah. Don't know how you're going in the voice. Or, you know, Australian <laughs> Idol. Like, it's the long intro. <laughs> the long intro. You know, that artist, all the judges are there. Just and waiting. And you're kind of just like swaying the ass back and forth. <laughs> you know, just kicking into it. You know, putting the head up, flying the hair around a bit. And then suddenly, bang, you just kick in. And all you hear, well, all of a sudden you hear this from a, 
unturned chair, guy spatching out. Interesting sound <laughs> choice. Good song, mate. Good yeah. um, g'day, mate. I'm Joe. Uh, g'day, mate. Troy, how are you? Yeah, good. Um, done any time? Done <laughs> <laughs> any time? Done any time? But there's a, the questions you've got to throw in too early. Like early. Yeah. Like not, not when you're, you know, like half an hour into a conversation. No, because then you build a rapport. Yeah, it's pretty much in your intro. You can work out you're what a person is. You're setting the direction of where you're going to take this conversation. Yeah, pretty much. And I reckon you have to read. You have to be reasonably good at reading someone. So if they're wearing the old, you know, life be out of it T-shirt. Yep. Fucking I reckon they're up for a bit of shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, mate, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, who are you? Um, name's Troy. Who are you? Oh, I'm Joe. Joe. Yeah, nice to meet you, mate. Yep. Curious, um, did you think Titanic was a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... <sighs> G'day, mate. I'm, uh, I'm Joe. How are you? Uh, Troy, mate. How you doing? Good. Um, have you got your phone on you? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. Excellent. Can we just have a look at your um, frequently searched Pornhub categories? <laughs> <laughs> that would start a conversation. I mean, that's got to get to know someone. Yeah, that's- <laughs> and like, oh, you are a dicks guy. <laughs> yeah. Lying bastard. Yeah. You- Dave's a dicks guy. Yeah, Dave- he doesn't look it with the mullet. But- <laughs> he fucking loves the cock. He's mad for it. Dave, come back. Come <laughs> Dave, it's hard to be mad for cock. I thought we were getting along. (laughs) We were starting something. I've got a cock, Dave. (laughs) You've got something common, Dave. (laughs) I've got one. You like him. (laughs) Good up, Dave. Oh, he's a funny man. Crazy bastard. Really, is that mullet, though? Mm -hmm. Oh, he pulls it off. (laughs) Oh, very, very good. Well, it's so good to have you back, my friend. Um, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Fuck. I don't think you're going to go anywhere for a quite some time now. No. But I am. Yeah, you are, actually. Mm, so, yes. Rody, strap yourselves in because uh, during September, we'll have some interesting episodes. Troy might be <laughs> podcasting with my children. Um, <laughs> oh, and I might get Rachel up. <laughs> See how he goes. Better than getting Dave up. True. <laughs> Dave's always up, especially when cocks are in the Dave, room. Dave's keen. He is keen as mustard. No. Good bloke, though. Top bloke. Nice bloke. Yep. Yeah, I think Titanic's a comedy, strangely <laughs> enough. A musical. <laughs> musical comedy. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Titanic There's is a musical, musical comedy. comedy. Celine Dion doing the, the tunes for Brilliant. it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so last week we spoke probably more than most people would like. On <laughs> on cricket. Ah. There's some people out there that love cricket. There are. Mm. Also, there's a lot of people at the moment loving soccer. Fucking I it's Australia. I we will we just anything, anything sport as a nation, we're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. We actually went down went down the shit. pub for a meal. I went down with um the houses. Mm. Selling James House for a, a meal and a couple of pints on Saturday. And uh we're in the, the bistro having a meal, and of course, um, it was on. Yes. And no one's scoring anything. Fucking typical soccer, no one scores anything. <laughs> right, yes. And we're watching it. Everyone's kind of into it a little bit. And then it got to the end, of course, and then it was um, extra time. Yes. So and how was, many people in the bar are 
at telling, <laughs> explaining what happens next. Oh, there would have been a bit of that going <laughs> on. But at the end of the day, look, if you love sport, you nearly like all sport, to a point. To a point. You, if yeah. you've got a reason to be invested, and the reason to be invested is because Australia are doing well. Correct. And you also have to appreciate that if you do like sport, watching the world's best at anything – you're probably going to give it a little bit of your time. Yeah, of course you are. Like if it's a if it's that level of sport, you'll go. Yep. Yeah, you're not watching the under under thirteen B grade, whatever. No, but you will Stop watch gosh. a World Cup. And I t- will say, there's there's certain sports that women play that are very watchable. Mm. Some I think aren't. Like for instance, women's AFL, I just can't get into. Um, I just don't think the skills are there. I don't think the the strength isn't there to be yeah. able to kick the ball. So like it just it doesn't fit for me. And that's yeah. that's. That's just my opinion. That's fine. I don't need to love sure. everything. I don't watch croquet um, either. But, but women's cricket, fucking mm, love it. Yeah. Um, the women's soccer skills are fucking amazing. Insane. Like, it's no different to watching the guys, to be honest. No. It really isn't. So, because well, for, for me, of- that's what I enjoy about sport. It's not whether it's men or women, mm. it's the skill involved and the excitement of the game. There was an advertising campaign in Italy, I think, advertising the World Cup, and they superimposed the heads and f- some physical attributes of famous male soccer players over the their faces and bodies of women's soccer players advertising soccer. Really? Yeah, but they did it. And then halfway through, they dissolved all the men's stuff. And it was basically, it's just as exciting. The skill level is there. Well played, yeah, okay. And it was like, you you love this because it was Messi, or you love this because it was Ronaldo. Yep, but it wasn't. But actually, all this fancy footwork you watched was from the Italian women's team. Yep. So you fucking watch the World Cup because they're fucking good at it. There you go. That's actually clever. It was a really yeah. clever campaign. We were down there watching, of course, it got to no scruff, in a sense, extra time, so it's 15 minutes each way. Yes. Got to the end of There was a few... Possibilities there, mm. a few scoring opportunities didn't happen. No. So then, then it's fucking shootout, penalty shootout. Um, five shots each at goal. Yes, it's like fuck. This game is going <laughs> to go on forever, <laughs> and that's when everyone started getting into it. Yes, like the whole place just stopped. Yeah, because you're just coming down to okay, one shot at goal. Yep, one player, one ball, one goalie. And to be honest, I know there's a lot of skill in it, but there's also a lot of luck, and because and- the goalie's just got to preempt away. And the player's got to kind of try and work out which way they're going to go. And more often than not, you're going to get it in. Well, yeah. The, it's, there's a lot of space to get in there. Correct. And the first one from the Australian goal, like they kicked first and the Australian goalie faked her into kicking the way she wanted to mm. and she read it. She yep. tried it again and tried it again yeah. and got unstuck. Like, yeah. But in the finish, um, Ozzy got up and the whole crowd went nuts, which of is great. Of course they did, yes. But something really funny happened. So I was looking at – so I love looking at the commentary on social media. Oh, okay. And, um, and there was a couple of funny things that I saw. Mm. It's funny that I'm, I wasn't actually going to use that to get into this. Sure, okay. But it works. Um, but what it was – It's all the segue, mate. Um, there was a scenario where Sam Kerr, who is um, – Wayne's brother. Essentially Sister. the <laughs> best soccer player, female soccer player in the world. Yep. By far, apparently, from Be what I've been, yep. from what I've been told, um, she's so good that she actually makes a lot of the other great players look ordinary. Yeah, like she's just a fucking masterpiece. She got mad skills. Uh, but at the end of the game, she actually went and she actually took a top off and gave it to one of the young hey! girls, <laughs> one girls in the crowd, which oh, is yes. just a, a beautiful thing to do. Champion like, moment. Because at the end of the day, the whole premise of this World Cup has been built around the fact that this is going to build this sport up for 
young girls. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I want to be like those idols that I see. Exactly. I want to be that person. Yep. So someone put a comment on there when this the video was there saying, um, can we just keep our children safe? Is it too much to ask? And I've looked at the, Safe the, from what? Well, what the fuck? And that's exactly what the next comment was. So uh, that was Mark. Then Kirsten's Marky come Mark on and said, um, safe coach. from what? Uh, and then she said, um, uh, what's wrong with giving a kid a Guernsey or a jersey? Yep. Uh, and he's come back saying, giving the child a jersey, uh, absolutely brilliant. The act of a grown adult stranger taking the top off in the process. When I was a child, my parents warned me about people like that. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake, you were touched in the bad. Actually, yeah, mate, I'm Joe. I'm Troy, man. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Um, good. Can hey. you show me on this on this doll where your uncle touched you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it requires props, uh, but, but I'm like fucking, still, still hard to start a conversation. Seriously, Mark. I mean, but Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. If you follow any sport, let's just say you're an AFL tragic, and you're a Carlton man. The Carlton people are pretty happy at the moment. Fucking you're eight in a are. row. And imagine that. Silvani's kicked 11. You're at Optus. No, what was it? What was it called then? Optus Oval. And Silvani walks over and takes off his top and gives it to you. Fuck, you'd be happy. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, there's no, nothing just, sexual about it. It was so random. A major sports person has decided to give you a piece of memorabilia that potentially will put you through university if you sell it. <laughs> well, there's that too. Especially I mean, if they win the grand. Yeah. If they got through all the way. Woo! Bang. Yubby. But um, the other one, speaking of social media, that also laughed at. So I love just looking at comments. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. It's nearly like a sport itself. It could be. Comment reading. Comment reading. And then trying not to comment on the comments. Oh, that's, that's the struggle. Maybe struggle we, is real, Joe. Struggle, maybe that's what it is. You, you test contestants and you put a comment to a post on social media and gauge how quickly they are to respond, like how much willpower they have as a sort, as a form of torture. Yep. So yeah. um, you would have known last year there was a, a rule that comes through the AFL. Mm-hmm. It's all about being nice to the umpires. Can't touch them, can't yell at them. Yeah. Fair enough. So it came down to um, umpire dissent. Well, it was a big thing for a while. It, like you couldn't, even, you couldn't even raise your arms. You couldn't even you couldn't even look down at a blade of grass near where the ball was. Sure, biggest sound probably. No, yeah, by descent, free kick, fifty meters. Mind you, it was a dwindling population to get people to be umpires. Just fucking look at what they do in any other sport. Rugby, they call them sir. Yes. Like they don't put up with shenanigans. No, but yeah, the the rules changed a bit lately. Well, relaxed, this season yeah. it's, it's relaxed a lot. To the point where they're, um, some, as people know, mad black and white tragic. Yes. And we're watching the game against Geelong, and uh, Jeremy Cameron took a mark. Look, I think 99.9% of the population knew it was about a metre across the line. Sure. But the umpire paid it. Fair enough. Um, they can only make the best decision yeah. they can with the information uh, they have at the time. Maynard, our Collingwood player, um, acted as though he wasn't overly happy about the decision. Really? Looked up at the screen. Umpires um, basically just kept it as a mark. And he's got his arms and thrown the arms down and kind of swore and then kind of jogged off. And a few people have said it's really funny how the descent rule has disappeared. Mm. Um, kind of agree. I think it's funny how it's gone. Um, whether it was a mark on over the line doesn't really matter. But the commentary on the call's it, though, a call. which I thought was really funny, it's not so much the commentary about the descent rule. Mm. It's how many different ways can 
people spell descent. <laughs> so, Travis, the decent rule isn't a the mess. The decent rule. The state of umpiring is all we have to sit through. Sorry, the state of umpiring we all have to sight through is a mess. Oh, so, well done, Trav. Trav. The decent rule. Yep. Um, we go down a little bit further to Mark. And this is all on the same page, by the way, so within four or five comments. Perfect. One screenshot. Yep. Uh, correct umpiring is no descent. No. <laughs> it's pretty simple. So it's obviously on a downhill slide. Yes. <laughs> Things have not gone. Well, I mean, we are talking about the Geelong faithful. Yep. And then luckily for Robert afterwards, he's uh, Kane, because um, he was at Kane Corns, this person who commented on mm. this on his post, should be a reporter for descent each week he got it correct. <laughs> I just love it. Within four comments, three mm. different spellings of descent. You know what? You're spelling your way, mate. <laughs> it's one thing I love also about comments on mm. social media. Um, it shows how terrible um, our language skills are. I hear you. Some of it, mm. I do believe, and I do know, is autocorrect and so forth that a phone will do. Sure. Does happen. Happened to me. Happens all the time. For instance, you know, when you basically, you know, you tell someone to go duck themselves, (laughs) um, it doesn't have the same effect that you expect it would. (laughs) So, you know, these things do happen. But don't you think that's just going to be the evolution of of English where we'll just- Do you reckon it'll get to a point where- The word use will be accepted into the- It won't matter. It just won't. You know, we we accept an emoji as a a sentence. I mean, don't get me wrong. The English language is stupid anyway. Sure. The fact there's, you know- like five different ways to spell one word. Yes. Is ridiculous. No question about it. Like, and I believe that people say when they need to learn English as their second language, English mm. is not an easy language to learn. No. Because it's a little bit all over the fucking shop. There, 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 there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I understand that. Damn but, you homophones. But I, I'm also one of those though that fucking grammar Nazi it up in my brain. I just want yeah, to fucking but- get there and say, uh, Mark, Mark, <laughs> it's, it's the Santor. Or the, or the there, 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 there. Mm. Oh, that one just gets me. I saw one, and I cannot remember the exact thing, where someone uh, spell-checked or grammar-checked someone's post. But As in, did a new version of it, essentially. Wrote the exact same thing, but because they were correcting somebody else with just an apostrophe in a different spot, mm-hmm. it looked like they were agreeing with them <laughs> instead of correcting them. <laughs> And the response was, I hate it when you correct someone and they just think you're agreeing. <laughs> um, so, anyway. But the thing is, well, I'm a, I'm a shit speller. I always have been, can't spell. Grammar doesn't bother me, so I don't care. But you're a writer and that's just I just, fucking, I just appreciate the little you things. You don't alphabetize your DVDs for crying out loud. So no, They're all spelled correctly. Are so there's they? another one too, spelt or spelled. I like. I hate the fact there's two ways of doing it, and both are correct. Yeah, I get it. They're all spelled correctly. Spelled, or they spelt correctly. I say spelt. I say spelt. Yeah, because spelled makes me think Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well spelled, Harry. Yes, well spelled. <laughs> now speaking of Harry Potter, mm. that was set in the old Blighty. Where you'd spent some time just recently. Yes. Now, we did It wasn't speak, all about the cricket. It was not all about the cricket. Tell me what other sort of shenanigans you got up to. Well, we did go and in between the cricket, we did go and see Manchester, Liverpool, but I'm not really going to go into that because that's still the same Sorry, as everywhere else. The town, not um, the football match. 
Yeah, the place. Oh, because yes. I tell you what, Man U versus we Liverpool, actually, we that went, would have been a banger. We went to the stadiums and checked the stadiums out because we're yes. on a sports store. Of course. So um, but I've got to admit, I'm not really a follower of the of the football. Right. Um, so it didn't really excite me that much. I mean, it was great to go to these grounds that have phenomenal history. And but did you get the sense of awe that like you would have if you had have walked out on the hallowed turf of the MCG? Oh, well, no, it didn't give me that excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it did amaze me, though. Like, you, you look at the MCG, for instance, which will fit, you know, what, 105,000 people or something? Yeah, and it's like a coliseum. Yeah. Um, whereas you go to um, the grounds there, which there was like um, – I'm trying to fucking even think of the – what are we, what, Manchester and Liverpool and fucking what the actual grounds are called? I can't even remember. I just, I'm so much to follow. But, but I look around and they're like, you know, that fits 76,000 people. And you look at them, where the fuck can they fit in there? How many? I think one of them was 76,000 people. 76,000 people. You look at the thing, where the fuck can they fit? It's so tiny. Yeah. But you forget that our grounds are so big. Yes. It makes it look so much bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas. Um, They've got a little But even one of them around. was like, um, you know, 44,000 people at a fit. And you look at that thinking, surely 15 is as much as it fits. But, yeah, it was just, it was impressive. But look, it was fun conference. to go and check it out, I must yeah. admit. But, and you got to go and check out where they do, like, the, you know, the interviews for the, you know, oh, for the, the news the afterwards rooms. and yep. the coach and the manager and all that kind of stuff. And that was fun. But yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a hugely exciting thing for me, I must say. Hmm. But after that, after the cricket was done... Uh, once we left the sporting arena of the Ashes. Did you go to some pubs and clubs in, in England, in Manchester and Liverpool? Uh, we we did club it up. What did we do? Um, in We went to, um, fuck, what was it called? Uh, Matthew Street, I think it is, which mm-hmm. is the Beatles Street. Oh, yes, with the with the walkway? Yeah. Um, no, not the walkway, but right. it's where the Beatles used to play quite a bit. There was an underground oh, right. club there yeah, and so yeah, forth. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I must admit that was very cool. Mm. That was actually one of the nicest, coolest places I actually went to. Um, that was a real surprise. Not that I'm a Beatles mania person. But- and we did go to the Beatles Museum kind of thing as well. Yes. And look, that was interesting. It was all good. Yeah. Um, but actually going to a few of these clubs, because uh, there was just this one big alleyway pretty much. But mm. there were live bands in every bar. Oh, great. Um, which was really good. So I yeah. love live music. Um, but the strange thing is, though, what you'd have is across there'd be a, a band playing over here. Yes. And then across it, there'd be another band playing there. Mm. And essentially, it's like they're competing against each other. Because like- you get the echo of the music to both places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if one was a little bit louder, it'd kind of ruin the guy playing maybe, you know, on a, just a guitar in this band. <laughs> it and it was, was just- Dueling banjos. It was a weird scenario. Yeah. But um, but that was all right. But, but then we moved up to Glasgow. Mm. So, you know, Glasgow was all right. Where'd you go? Glasgow? Oh, it's not the way you said yeah. to start off with. I, you tried. I yeah. mean, I appreciate it. Scotland. Scotland. Did yeah, you do so your Scottish accent? Uh, no, I didn't really do that. Did, but Did you give a freedom <laughs> to anyone? I didn't get a kilt either. Oh, is, what? I, I did see a few around. There was a couple of shops selling the kilts. They would have been expensive, I would imagine. Uh, I didn't look at prices, but I would have thought so. Yes. Because it was it was tourist Touristy area. Yeah, yeah, so. So no doubt about that. Um, but we did go, we went into this bar. Um, I think I might have mentioned this briefly to you last week, actually, mm. um, off the, the podcast. And um, so there's myself and there's my mate Barbara and also Closey, the other. So it was the three of us went on yes, this trip. the three-way. Yeah. And um, so I had two nights in Glasgow with them and then I left them for about six days mm-hmm. and all the rest. We had those two nights there. And we're in this little bar, I think, on the first night. And, uh, and we wanted something, I don't know, a bit authentic. 
Because, I mean, authentic Glasgow. Glasgow's been there for a while. It's been around. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's not a new town. No. You know, it's a bit of history. Yep. Um, I'm in this pub and it's like, I'm not really feeling it. Like, mm. it's just a little bit Bland. new. Oh, okay. It no, was- I'm not fancy. Just no, no life. No, 1990s. no character. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I've gone out the front and had a smoke and I'm standing out there. And then across the road, I noticed a bar over there. And there was a three or four guys out the front having a smoke and swearing a bit. And fucking and had established looked, 12, yeah, 18. Looked a little bit trashy. <laughs> and, and yeah, it looked like it had been around for, I can't remember the year, but looked like it had been there for a while. And I've come again and I said, boys, I reckon we finish this beer. We'll go across the road. I think that's going to be more what we're after. Yeah. So they said, okay, we'll do that. So we walked across, we walked in, and it was fucking brilliant. We walked in. It wasn't any bigger than this lounge room, to be honest. Yep. Big timber bar. Everything was timber around the place. Yep. Got the old photos and shit around. Oh, like a real You, you could tell that it had been driven. there for a long time. And I think it was something like the third oldest pub in Glasgow. Oh, fuck. So it had so been there a while. 12, 18 may not yeah. have been out of the realm yeah, of possibility. So, so we walked in. We sat at the bar. It wasn't overly busy. Um, Which the- does it remind you of, remember when we watched <coughs> the DC, he's the Lord of the Under the World. Aquaman. No. Oh, you're not talking about Mamawa again. Not Underwater, Underworld. Underworld. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Dreams. No, it was Dreams. <laughs> uh, the- oh, Sandman. Sandman. When mm. we watched Sandman, and there was the episode where he went back in time to that little... Bar. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, like looks tavern. similar sort of feel. Yes, not quite as fancy. Okay, yeah. So we've walked in and we've sat at the bar, and the the four or five guys are out the front having a smoke with their beer and stuff. They were kind of tucked around the corner, bit, oh, ya- bit yahooey. Yeah, a bit lads. Yeah, so they were they were definitely having a big day. Yep. Um, so we started talking and we chatted to this guy behind the bar, and yeah, very thick Scottish accent. Right. Okay. Exactly what you wanted. Yeah. It felt like him. you're in Scotland. Yes. I oh, know. Look, it wasn't terrible. Like we're talking away, and um, and close. He close. He hadn't left the country before. He was he was a newbie. Oh, so fuck me. The, the Scottish accent being very thick Aye. was hard to understand. So we'd been talking for a while, and he turned around to me and he said, "Um, he said fuck me." He said, "How the fuck are you understand what this guy said?" <laughs> said, "I'm trying. I'm enjoying the conversation, but yeah, fuck, I'm only getting probably every fifth word to be honest, and, and I'm struggling. And only every fourth is English. Yeah, and um." <laughs> And he said, he said, you're just amazing. You're just fucking, you're talking, you're conversing. So I'm actually really impressed. Like, you speak a second yeah. language. I said, mate, I'm only, I'm also only understanding every fifth word. Yeah. It's just, he said, well, how the fuck you, I said, well, basically you just pick up a few key words. Mm. You know, kind of half what he's saying. Just and then at the end, you just kind of, you just laugh a bit and nod. Yeah, if he laughs, you laugh. Yeah, and you move on. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know that you don't know what he's talking about. No. It doesn't matter. No. Not important. And if he just looked laugh, at me. Laugh. And he looked at me as I was just a smart ass. He said, oh, fuck. <laughs> you're am thinking that you're just getting as clear as a bell. I heard it. I've yeah. so no, so seen transporting. We'll, so we've asked him. <laughs> I'm like I'll, you and McGregor. Yeah, so we've asked him, obviously, for a couple of, you know, what beer to have. So he's given us a, an option for whatever it was. I don't know what it brown was. Brown ale? Um, no, I don't think it was a brown ale. It was probably a lager or something, but it was nice. Mm. It was good. And he was actually saying, we said, where are you from, Tasmania? And it worked out that. The day or the two days prior to that, mm. there'd been some other Tasmanians in the bar. Fuck off. The only time Tasmanians had ever been in that fucking pub- Was that week. Was, was that week. <laughs> and I said, fuck, you've got a, like a Tassie attraction going on, haven't you? Exactly. <laughs> it was on Tassie TripAdvisor. <laughs> it's fucking funny. But anyway, so we're there. Did he know where beer. Tasmania was? Um, yeah, yeah, he knew where it was. And okay. I think because he'd already discussed it with the previous Tassies. Okay. So, But I- um. 
I had to go for a piss, so I've gone and found the toilet out the back. Or as they say in Scotland, a piss. A piss. Hush. So I've done that, and I've um I've come out, and the sink is full of spew. Excellent. And I've looked at it and gone, fuck, that's gross, but oh, this is great. Yeah. So I've come out to the boys. it's said, not yours. I said, mate, we definitely picked the right pub. I yep. said, you wanted an authentic Scottish pub experience. Yep. Like a real down and out, just fucking pub. Yes. I said, I've just gone for a piss. Yep. And the entire fucking sink is filled with spew. Yeah. I said, this is exactly <laughs> where is, we wanted to be. This is my Glasgow. And I pretty much did it on the bar. I said, this is our pub. <laughs> this is fucking great. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but no, that was fun. Um, we weren't really sure kind of where to go in Glasgow the next day, to be honest. We didn't really have a plan. Mm. Like, I hadn't really researched Glasgow much. So I was only going to be there for two days. Okay. So, my thinking was- Be in a pub. We'd be pretty tired from the cricket. We're going to find a pub, have a few beers, get some food, go for a walk the next yep. day, all the rest. So, it worked out there was a um, a cathedral, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, because not that I'm a religious man, but I love the history of and these cathedrals. Of these are centuries just, old. Oh, they're phenomenal. So, we said, let's go and check that out. Uh, so there's apparently there's a, a bit of a cemetery nearby too, which meant to be really cool. So that yeah. tick boxes for me. Been Perfect. a bit of a horror fan, a bit of a, a goth lover and all that kind of stuff. But I guess- even the cemetery you and I went and saw at the Seppel Winery, just reading oh. just reading gravestones yeah, it's great. of, you know, who was how they because back then they even write how they died. Yes. Like- yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so we've turned up a terrible the- haggis <laughs> incident. <laughs> oh violence. <laughs> We've turned up and seen this um, cathedral and it's just gone, wow, this is amazing. Mm. But then I've looked past it and up on the hill, like probably 500 metres away, you can actually see huge big fucking pieces of concrete lifting into the air like it was something out of Buffy. Like a pylon or? It was a, a couple of pylons and you could actually see like where the gravestone pieces were coming up in the distance. Oh, and wow. I, and I've gone, fuck, that's I mean, that's my jam. Yep. <laughs> but let's do this first. Mm. And we've walked into this place and it was phenomenal. Mm. Like, um, we've checked out the first part. Then you go around the corner, then it goes downstairs to another level, and you got into the all this stuff down there in, in the catacombs. And then you go there, and there's another room off to the right. And, and there's always other bits closed off as well. It's like, how fucking far does this thing go? Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, I just, I want to know. Like, there would be something underneath this. Mm, like, there would you... be some kind of scenario. Because, I mean, this thing has been there for centuries. Mm. You know, there would be the whole Buffy catacombs of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you'd fucking love to be able to get into that shit. That would be amazing. Exits and mystery doorways. Uh, and- yeah, like, it'd just be phenomenal. It'd be Indiana Jones kind of shit. Yes. Like, be great. So, we watched that. That was great. But then we've walked up to this huge, big cemetery. Mm. And it was just ridiculous. Yes. Like the just, Scots know how to bury someone. It went on forever. Right. And some of the actual, um, what should you call them, the, the tombs mm-hmm. and everything that were there were just ridiculous. Were they like, more like crypts? Well, like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Um, just phenomenal. Yeah. Like, you just look around and it's like, fuck, check this one out. Then you go up there and it's like, fuck, look at that one. And you start walking <laughs> over there. And before you know it, you've walked a kilometre. Yep. And you're only halfway through this thing. It just keeps going on forever. And these things are going back centuries. Mm. Like, just, yeah, it was very, very cool. Excellent. And then we then found, on the walk back, um, the oldest pub in Glasgow. Oh, shit. Um, which was- The oldest actually, pub in Glasgow. I if I can actually Google it. And I, was the publican still the original owner? Uh, no, strangely <laughs> enough, um, I don't believe- Actually, I think now the guy that was working the bar, he said it's owned by a, a chain now, but- 
and it owns a lot of pubs, but they haven't yeah. changed it to changed it to chain it up. Why would you? It still looks the same, but it's owned by a conglomerate. Sure, that kind of thing. But if you've got the 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 thing above the doorway that uh, says this is the oldest bar in Glasgow, you know that's that's a yeah, bit of a. So the oldest pub in Glasgow is the um uh, the, the Scot- ragged ass the Scotia bar. By the Scotia that. bar, yes, the Nova Scotia bar. Um. No, just the Scotia, but uh, 1792. 1792. Um, you walk in this thing, and it was fucking amazing. Once again, everything's all timber. I mean, obviously, mm. it's been updated as it's gone, but it still looks very authentic. Yep. But the floor is on about a th- fucking – it felt like about a 30-degree angle. Okay. You walk in, you walk by the bar, and you're walking on an angle the whole way. Right. I even said to the guy behind the bar, and I'm certain this isn't a new line, but yep. you say the obvious thing that comes to mind. I said, does this get better after a few pints? <laughs> Why does it flatten out? Yeah. But then I've walked around the corner, and this thing goes right around the corner to this back kind of room, and yep. and there's a vinyl play around there, and a couple of guitars just hanging on seats. Oh, can fuck around nice. It was just the, the coolest place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're sitting there having this, having a couple of beers, and my mind straight away, I said to the guys, goes back to, imagine the shit that's happened in this place. In the last 300 years. Yeah. I mean, back when this was a pub then- this well, is a place where you years. could just fucking stab someone and it was okay. Well, yeah, because like, we don't you know, serve your kind here. No, like fucking, I guess we would have been fucking, droids. see you later. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> just, like the, the, the fights and the brawls and the fucking, the stabbings and the deaths and the Could you imagine the, the amount of conversations kind of that Closey- three decades. That Closey wouldn't have been able to understand. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of conversations of very drunk Scotsmen yelling at each other. Oh, it'd be frightening. Wouldn't it? And it just sound like slurring. That's exactly what it'd be. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I fucking got you. <laughs> the other thing that I found too, um, and Glasgow is very much – England was a little bit the same, but Glasgow especially. And then even worse in fucking Amsterdam. And the same in fucking Dublin. Oh, is toilets yes. are all either up steep stairs oh. or down steep stairs. Right. To the point where I don't know where the disabled toilets might be. I didn't see any. I'm not sure. 1792, did you say? Was well, it? that was this pub. I'm not sure they would have accommodated well, that's the, the, thing. the disabled. Because <laughs> a lot of these pubs, are they're in tall buildings with, yeah, with a few levels. But had no room to... No extra real estate. No, and and they probably don't have the scenario where within the infrastructure of that building that they can put in an elevator or mm. extra, extra toilets or what it costs of plumbing or maybe or whatever else. Maybe there's rules that say you don't have to. Or may uh, I'm thinking it might be different over there than what it is here, um, no. because over here, for instance, I think legally you have to have access to access to a toilet. Um, yeah. Whereas over there, because I mean, there was a couple of places we did see there was, you know, an extra toilet thrown in. Sure. Um, but a lot I didn't see any at all. Yeah. And they were like, you know, three flights of stairs to get down to the toilets. Wow. And the worst thing is, this is the hard part. They don't get much easier when you've had a few. Yeah, that, yeah, because you're drinking more. <laughs> yeah. So the place to go to let this free gets harder as the night goes on. So they must have a shit ton of people. Fall downstairs yep. in the UK. Do they have mattresses at the bottom? They do not. <laughs> they do not. 
<laughs> is there a bar at the bottom so you can have a drink for the stairs? No. Yeah. No, not at all. No. They do have a few um, bathroom attendants, though. Similar to, similar to the States. Just some weird bloke sitting there offering you after shaving yep. hands. Strangely enough, um, all of them seem to be of dark skin. Right. Which did feel a bit racy. I'll okay. Go Strangely enough, and that's an interesting one too. When we went to the um, Cricket Australia function before Lords, mm-hmm. where um, Tubby Taylor got up and spoke and spoke yes. to Punter and a few other cricketers, and it's all great. And, sure. And we're sitting around fancy tables having fancy meals yep. and – People are bringing around fucking buckets of beers and putting them on your table, making sure everything's done. Yep. All this. And you got probably, you know, 150 people serving around the place. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around. Saying and, there's a lot of rich white men here. <laughs> and, um, yeah, other than maybe two or three people, yes. everyone working the tables was dark of skin. Mm. I remember saying to a few of the guys on the tour group the next day or the mm. day after that, um, so when we had a function, I said, did the fact that everyone that served us was basically black, mm. did that make you a bit uncomfortable? I'm like, fuck, we thought exactly the same thing. Oh, really? It actually made you feel a little bit like you were kind of the white society. But I suppose- I, I was just, it was just a way it kind of, look, because we don't get that here. No, we don't, because our indigenous mm. population is not big enough- um, whereas you look at the US and the UK, their ethnicity makeup is a lot more diverse. Well, it is because you've got so many people also that come through from Africa and correct and African Europe nations and, and yeah, exactly all that right. kind of stuff. And so, and sometimes you know, new migrants or whatever just take whatever job you take can a job. get. Yeah, exactly right. And it wasn't that. It just felt weird. Mm. And it was the same, even at the cricket, a lot of people mm. serving us beers mm. in the bars mm. were also dark of skin. Yeah. And I think it is more a case of, you know, these are the people, they just come in, they'll take whatever job. Yep. But it just felt like it was very much a, you know, fucking white privilege scenario. Yeah. It was just that real like, Probably not a conversation that you and I can comment on that much. No, no, no. But it, but I can comment on the fact that as a white it person, made it made me feel very white. But even though they like, were getting paid for it. Like it's just yeah. a job. But it was just, it was a really, I don't know, it was slightly eye-opening. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. So so Glasgow was, um, look, it was only two days for me, so. Um, <laughs> excuse me. And did um, you find any Celtic or Rangers supporters in that trip? Uh, no. Okay. No, I didn't really. I mean, I wasn't really taking much notice either, to be honest. But no, you know, sort of gangs walking around and all nah. that kind of stuff. No. No, nah, look at it was um, it was certainly far more working class mm. in that scenario. Yeah, but did you um, ma- manage to, you know, have a chat to any of the locals? Yeah, well, I mean, because you know me. Yeah, I like a chat. How's it going? It's good fun. Your parents um, still alive? Is your parents still alive? <laughs> yeah, strawberries, raspberries. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but look, Glasgow certainly just flattered by. To be honest, so I was only there for two days. Yes. And like the first day, we pretty much just um found a pub and. You know, had a few beers and just tried to take in the local energy. Yeah, just soak it in. Yeah, and the next day we pretty much just walked and seen cathedral and cemeteries and, and then suddenly, bang, the next morning I was gone. So, Did you try any haggis? Uh, no, I didn't try any haggis. Did you try anything local um, that you would I did not try, normally try? Um, I tried some uh, black pudding. Oh, yeah? Whilst Cooked. I was on holidays. Cooked um, for breakfast? Uh, yeah, I got to admit it didn't really excite me. 
It was very, very bland. Did you find it grainy or not? No, I didn't find it grainy. I mean, it, it was certainly um, inconsistent. Mm. Um, but I just found it was more kind of almost spongy yeah, it to is. eat. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if it's not cooked not, properly. Not, not like German or Belgium or something, you know, where it's just like a sliced meat. Yeah. Well, um, it's blood. So. Yeah. But if you, if you don't cook it enough, like if it's not cooked and warmed enough, the fat – Congeals and it can get oh, look really. Look at you, Master Chef. Well, it gets really grainy in your <laughs> mouth, and it's not pleasant. Yeah, I got to admit, I didn't finish it. Like I, mm. the slice, I had only ate a quarter. And you went, oh well, I've done that exactly. Like yeah. you know, we did it. Didn't so, spew. No, didn't spew. Didn't fill a sink. No, but um, <laughs> but I must have been like those guy was kind of fun. But Amsterdam was the one that I loved. Mm. The step after that, yes. Amsterdam was amazing. Yeah, that's when you went on your Paddy Malone. Yes, so I left the boys. Did you um, fly? I flew. Easy yes. jet. I did go EasyJet, actually. Yeah. Yeah, from Glasgow to Amsterdam. Mm. Um, and I think it was – was it there? I'm trying to think. Was it there or was it – there was one of the countries now, and I can't remember where it was. I don't know if it was Amsterdam or not, um, where – because I'd use the Uber app when i get off a plane. Mm. It made it easy. You just go bang, Uber, your Uber app works everywhere. Yep. Um, and actually, no, sorry, it was Dublin. I'm going to skip forward. Same story, though. Mm. Um, I've jumped into Uber and checked out. So, cool, I'll work out where I need to go. That's where kind of the ride share and the, the pickup place is over there because it's normally away from the cabs Yeah, at airports. I've got there, but then I've clicked it in, and then it's gone um, Uber, blah, 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 and then it's gone um, taxi, taxi, taxi. I'm going, what the fuck is this? And I asked one of the taxi drivers in, in I assume, Ireland, but Dublin. I'm assuming mm. all of Ireland. Uh, they don't have Uber. You still use the app. The app works, but it actually goes through to taxis. Right. And there's specific taxis that essentially do the Uber drives. Ah, so they're obviously so, outlawed ride Yeah, sharing. so they don't let random people um, pick up sharing. people and, yep. and take them from one place to another, mm. whether that be for safety reasons, monetary reasons, whatever it is. Well, um, it's probably a bit of both. Well, the thing honest. is you and I have had this conversation where I don't know what it's like anywhere else in the world, but in Australia you have to pay – I think it's over two hundred thousand dollars to get a taxi license. Oh, there used to be a huge. I don't know what it like is nowadays. And there's only a, a, a limited amount of them, so that's why a lot of taxi drivers were like, "Well, fuck, you've just We've cost me two hundred thousand dollars, and now you're letting anyone drive." Yeah, Dave with the mullet. Yeah, like if you give me back he loves my money, cock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's in his fucking um, Subaru Impreza. Yeah, yeah, or his Corolla, gobbling him down. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was really interesting. So, it works out they don't have it, but they still, you still use the app. Yeah. But it just brings cap straight into it. Fair so, enough. So, that was interesting. Um, but Amsterdam was amazing. So, I've turned up, like, I thought the steps to get to our hotel room in, in London and in Glasgow were steep. Because mm. once again, a lot of the buildings, especially accommodation, pubs, all the rest, they're very skinny buildings. Sure. They're all put in together like Lego. But very old. Oh, yeah, very like old. People were smaller yep. and their legs were shorter. Mm. So <laughs> so I've turned up this thing in Amsterdam. Great little place. The room was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But to get down to it, mm. like I had a, a medium suitcase and I guess had a like a, a half-size sports bag that he just go over the shoulder. Yep, backpack. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't really a bag. It was more like a, a normal bag. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was only about half the size, like a little travel bag. Um, I couldn't travel by, or carry both bags down the steps at once. Oh, wow. And feel safe. Okay. 
I had to pretty Being much- Being a dottery pension. Oh, fuck me. This was- It was insane. Yeah. It was like straight down. Like mum stairs behind Like about 15 steps straight down on a little bit of a curve. Okay. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. I'm thinking, fuck, how am I going to go getting back here- Pissed. Um, stoned. Yes. Drunk. Yes. I'm not going to survive. No. It's not, <laughs> not going to happen. Bum slide. Oh, it was nearly like that. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, it got my thinking going that there must be so many scenarios in accommodation, in pubs, whatever else, mm. where people fall downstairs. It just has to happen. Do you reckon they get stair insurance? Well, I don't know. I mean, if you look <laughs> at someone for long enough, <laughs> it's bound to happen. <laughs> But um, but the one thing that was fun, so the Amsterdam um, red light district. Question, is there more bikes, accountants, drugs, or prostitutes in Amsterdam? Bikes. Bikes. Fuck. I love their bikes. I was told there was a lot of bikes in Amsterdam. Mm. Uh, and people were right. Mm. But they underestimated slightly. <laughs> they, they said a lot. They said they a lot. They a fucking shit lot. Fuck ton. Mm-hmm. Bikes everywhere. Yep. So what you've got is you've got your road. So you've got to walk across your road, mm-hmm. and then you've got a bike lane, and then a footpath. Okay. So you've got to have your wits about you, because sometimes you'll just be in the zone and think, cross the road, cool, get out of the way of the cars. I've not been hit by a car. I'm and good. then you forget that suddenly there's a fucking bike lane. Yes. And suddenly you go, oh, fuck, wait ding, a minute. Ding. Just, yeah, dear, lots of ding, ding, dings. <laughs> it's a ding, ding, ding country. <laughs> More so than Southeast Asia <laughs> with their horns. Oh, fucking insane. Um, No one crabby, though. Oh, okay. I'm very happy. But ding, 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 and all over the place. Um, you want the smoke? <laughs> but the red light district was one. So I thought, um, I got there, I think it was about 7 o'clock that night. Yes. So I've gone and pretty much found someone to have something to eat, have a few beers, just wander around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the next day I thought, you know what, I'll go and check out the red light district in the day. Oh, where okay, things are, yes. Where things are a little bit, just work out what it looks like. Because I was just curious to see what it all and you, comes together. And you may not get stabbed. No, exactly right. And it won't be as busy. Sure. And and if you're like a typical rubbernecking tourist, you're not going to be in the way of people. You just want to, you know, just go and check it out. Sure. So I've wanted it and I've um, basically walked down and found it and I've suddenly gone past and, and I've noticed that it is pretty much just glass doors in the wall, mm-hmm. which I found bizarre. Like um, like I, I think I said to you last week off podcast, it's like watching um, – or seeing Barbies in toy stores. Yeah, yeah just all just, these. Just clear clear covers yes. with girls. Yep. That's all it is. And, and the occasional boy. <laughs> I didn't see any boys. For Daryl. Uh, I'm certainly there, though. Not I sure. I never thought about that, actually. Don't know. I mean. Did you know. meet the fucker twins? No, I didn't. No, that's yeah. right. They've retired. <laughs> yeah, been there a while, though, weren't they? Yeah, like 60 years or something. Mm. But, um, but I didn't realise it was a case of like a normal door. Like a front door, yes. except it's a glass door. Sure. Um, and then you've got maybe a foot of brick and like, another door. Like going and a foot a of brick shop. and another door. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, And the, what you've got behind the glass door is just a girl in lingerie. Yes. Um, and all the rest. So that's how it all sets up. And I'm walking around thinking, fuck, the, of a night, this must be insane. Mm. And suddenly out of nowhere, there was this kind of- I've turned around and fuck me, there's one there in the daylight. <laughs> I didn't realise that somewhere no, out in the day. day. Shift. <laughs> I thought it was just a night thing. Question. Because I've been red light district. It's all meant to be kind of nighttime, glowy, lights everywhere. Mm. Touristy. I didn't realise they were about in the day, Joe. Question. I thought girls, I thought they were nocturnal. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, and it sounds like I know the answer, maybe the answer is, okay, mate, my name's Joe. <laughs> G'day, mate, Troy. 
Yeah, question. Yeah. Do you fuck during the day? <laughs> Are you a day fucker? <laughs> Are you a day fucker? But it was really funny. I didn't like, expect Do you not f- have sex during the daylight yeah. hours? But they were- um, Do you have to wait to sunset? <laughs> is it some sort of, you know, I mean, the thing, is, the thing is, do you want to see this in the daylight? <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying in the, the, the actual light The disguise of night yeah, makes me co- far sexier. Under the coke of darkness <laughs> <laughs> is when he is most sexy. Definitely. There's no doubting that at all. Um, but- they were tapping on the glass door from the inside. Right. Like, it was like reverse fishbowl. Oh, okay. You know, people say, don't tap the glass. Is that Troy's love tips? <laughs> Troy's love tips. The reverse <laughs> fishbowl. <laughs> it's when you walk down a very busy street and women start tapping on the window at you. Reverse fishbowl. The reverse fishbowl. Um, but that was just bizarre. Mm. I did fine. So, did you I, engage? Like when someone's tapping on the window at you? I know. Just and you've looked over. Well, it. you turn around and they're doing the kind of with their fingers saying, "You know, come here, come and come and talk to me." And, and he's like, like no, "No, I've got, just, a, I've got a bus no, to catch." Just, yeah, gonna be, yeah, just look at your phone. Yeah, you know, <laughs> pretend you're texting yeah, someone. Exactly. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> but um, but it was interesting walking around and just seeing everything during the day. Mm. Um, and then of course of a night time that I'll go and check out now what it looks like of a night. Sure. And fucking busy. And she's still there <laughs> tapping yeah. on the window. Well, there's just lots more of them. Okay. Because the night shift comes in. Yes. <laughs> they, uh, on the night shift. And and there's just I mean I'm certain there were areas I didn't even go to that still had doors everywhere. Yep. Like I just wandered and there's smaller alleyways and. And there's families going around with little kids and everything. Mm. Like, it's just, it's a full tourist thing. Yeah. And then you got, you know, some, there's a guy there that, you know, lady opens the door and he goes in the door and you got these little kids that are maybe like 10 years old. Waiting out the front. Watching, watching dad go in. <laughs> <laughs> waiting out the front. And you're, you're back in front of a TAB in Launceston. <laughs> Wait here, boy. I'll get you a Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just Wait come- there, Dolly. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm just, just going in for a quick bet, boy. <laughs> Big quick bet. I'll just be a minute. I'll just be a minute. Three hours later, Ivan oh. comes out of the TAB. Same yeah. thing. But I will say the one thing with, with the bikes, though, because um, Amsterdam, I mean, that's one of the things, you know, so the bikes are fucking everywhere, mm. and they are insane. Would it be um, easy to steal a bike in Amsterdam, do you reckon? They just look, they're, parked they're, up everywhere? A lot of them, are, they're normally chained up. Oh, okay. But fuck, there's a lot chained up. So, also, I mean, I don't know whether there's any GPS on them, but- Fuck, it'd be easy to lose your bike. Because <laughs> you, you, like you, park, you park your bike there and you go and do stuff. You come back and it's just bikes everywhere. Oh, so people are double parked their bikes over the top of yours. Oh, all over the place. You've got 15 um, bikes chained together. And it might be a case where you just don't know where your bike is. I wonder whether they've actually got sometimes those little, um, like the, you know, you just put, t- put oh, a clip the tags. on Yeah. Yeah. And you can actually work out where your bike is. You press a beep, beep, beep. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. At all. Bippers. Yeah, but the one thing that did surprise me with the bikes, though, um, not the the quantity of them, mm. um, although it was actually awesome because, I mean, everything was flat, <laughs> yeah. so it makes sense. Sure. Um, but it was more a case of when they decided the bikes were the big thing in Amsterdam, mm. and it made I get it, it makes sense, perfect. Cheap. Cheap, exactly, and great for fitness. Yep. There was a lot of fat people around, yeah, got to say. There you go. Um, but that was before they discovered e-bikes. Mm. And the e-bikes over there too, I believe, are set differently to the e-bikes here. Are they now? I think our speeds are set down here. I think we've got 49 cc's and that's yeah. it. Um, over there, they're, they're like fucking motorbikes. <laughs> like, yeah. So you st- you get across the road. Yes. And then you suddenly then got to get across the bike path. And mm. it's not just a couple of push bikes going past with Paddy Malone fucking... Yeah, it's um, like the Tour de France. It's fucking... The, the, the peloton of 50 kilometres an hour. Yeah, like, <laughs> they would fucking kill you, Joe. Yeah. 
One of them knock you down. Yes. And you're gone for all money. Mm. Like you're not getting up again. And then 30 of them are riding over the rest Fuck. of your corpse. And I mean, and all this was set up before e-bikes were a real thing. Mm. So now you add e-bikes to that mix. Mm. And it is actually, it's fucking dangerous. Amsterdam is a place you may not come back from. Would you want to? Well, depends what you're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a holiday, a holiday, or is it an escape? Exactly. That's a question, Joe. Well, true story. Mm. So, uh, and did we go to a cafe? Uh, we did go to a cafe. How was that? Yeah, that was all right. So I, I went in and thought, okay. How I, bizarre an experience yeah, was it? Because green isn't something I haven't experienced before. No. Um, but I thought, you've got to do this. So I walked in and I found um, – I did a bit of – Quick Google research of you know what are kind of the popular places to go sure. in Amsterdam to Where have, am I to have a smoke. Get swindled, mm. or and there's a place called the Bullfrog, which is one of the oldest places yeah. in Amsterdam, yeah. and they've got probably half a dozen of them around. But I went to the oldest one, like oh, the, it's a the original. Yep, yeah. So they've I don't know whether it was essentially franchised as such or more a case of because it was them and they thought, okay, we might as well open another one. Mm. I think it's still the same people. Okay. Yep. Because um, it's all they're not far away from each other. Okay. I think it's okay. We'll we'll take this area kind of thing. Sure. But I've walked in and then I've, it's like a, an old style cafe. Once again, timber everywhere. People mm-hmm. sitting around, very relaxed. Strangely <laughs> enough, and I thought, okay, I went up to the bar. And said, Strange you know, smell in the We're air. about to actually um to buy a giant. Just mate. I saw you go downstairs. Once again, fucking downstairs, Joe. <laughs> the stairs and these are killing you. Were fucking insane. And these are metal stairs too. Oh shit! So they, you're like going down into a fucking submarine, <laughs> and they're steep, and they curve around. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> these are the things. So you might go and have a joint. Mm. You think you know what? I might have a chuff on something else. Yep. Then you're going to get down these fucking stairs. Oh shit! And not die once again. <laughs> I reckon there's a lot of people in this cafe stoned. <laughs> They just can't fucking leave. fall down the stairs. They just can't leave. Either that or they just float down the bottom. Mate, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So I've gone down. Do you need a sober companion just to go and get you I, your drugs Yeah, for I you? think so. Yeah, I okay. think you, you need that person that keeps you safe. <laughs> yeah. So I've gone down the, the stairs from hell. Friends don't let stairs. Yeah. Friends don't let friends do stairs by themselves. <laughs> go down there. And they've walked up and there's just a plethora of choice. Mm-hmm. And I've just gone. Like a candy store. Yeah, I've gone, Fuck. So I said to the girl, I said, look, I just want to have a joint to smoke. Mm. Um, I said, I smoke a little bit back home. Mm. Um, but I said, you know, strength-wise compared to what you've got here, I don't know. So I'm have you got, Yeah, have you got something that's just nothing too strong, but I don't mm. mean just really weak either, mm. something around a medium. She said, okay, we've got this, it's blah, blah, blah. I said, yep, that'll be fine. Uh, and the way they do it as well is they, um, they're not just rolled in a, in a paper. Mm. You've actually got a filter already, and it's like a cone that comes up. Mm. It's probably about three inches long, like oh, a brown paper, shit. and it gets wider as it gets to the top. Yes. And it's all just filled up and then packed and then twiddled at the end. Okay. Um, and it keeps it in, and that's what it is. You can buy those. Yeah, and it probably cost, I think it was probably about $30 Australian to buy a joint there. Okay, yep. So, but price didn't me. I mean, it was a... The experience of doing it sure. was nothing to a price. So it wasn't like I was going, oh, no, that's a bit expensive. Yeah, have you got anything? So, fucking, yeah, that'll do. So I've jumped up the stairs again. It's easy going up the stairs and down. <laughs> fucking just saying. Don't know if people have done the stairs crawl, very often. You can crawl upstairs. <laughs> Crawling downstairs like but, a fucking lizard. Butt slide. <laughs> I'm telling you, butt slide's where it's at. Yeah, so sitting in the cafe and I've kicked in this joint. I was just sitting there Did by myself. Did you a beverage? Uh, got a Coke. Yeah. So they don't do booze? Um, there was no alcohol in this because the big it's thing is the whole idea is that you're not drinking and smoking together. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's just like a normal cafe. Okay. So you had yourself a Coke? So a Coke. I thought that'll be, that's a nice little beverage. Just yeah. Because also, I mean, for those who've smoked a bit of green before, it does hit the throat a little bit hard at times. Mm. So having a drink is good. 
So I'm smoking away, and I've got about halfway through this thing, and and suddenly going, fuck, fuck, I'm sweating, <laughs> fuck, I'm a bit, fuck, I haven't had this happen before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suddenly had this thought of, well, fuck, mate, you, you've just smoked half a joint by yourself. Yes, um, it's not mixed with tobacco. It's Full strength. Yes. Like, maybe it's a bit of a rookie error. So and, I took a few more tokes and I just sat it down and had my drink. And, and it's Amsterdam mild. Yeah, exactly. And not knowing how that resonates with anything yes. else. And then I got, I had probably a quarter to go and I've gone, you know what? I think I'm actually fucking done. <laughs> and then I had this thing where I started feeling a bit, I wouldn't say paranoid, but a bit weak. So I'm there by myself. Of course. No one to talk to. I've got the sweats up a bit. I'm feeling stoned <laughs> as fuck. And everyone else is kind of doing their thing. And I'm just like, I feel weird just sitting here by myself, just people, sitting there. Are people looking at me? Yeah, like, what are they thinking? <laughs> so I've gone- like, Would I be able to understand their thoughts? Would, Seems how we're in, yeah. you know, um, Holland. Is it easy to get down those stairs In now? Amsterdam. <laughs> so, and I thought, I need to just get out of here, get some fresh air. So- you met but your mate, John Claude Van I've got, I've got up. I've got up and I've balanced. But okay, just let's just I can let's imagine fucking. This process took hours. Well, you had to really think through it. Yeah. It's like, okay, don't fuck this up. Don't be a, don't be <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so, oh, for the moment, I would love uh, to have been in your head. So I only had to go like casual observer. <laughs> don't, don't fuck this. I'll up. I had to go about eight or ten up, steps to get to the front pick door. Pick up your bag. And you're going to act like a cool motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Samuel Jackson's yeah. fucking telling you what to do. Act like, like a cool, cool motherfucker. motherfucker. So I've got to the right, and then I've gone, ah, oh, it's a couple of steps. <laughs> just don't fall down the steps. Fucking so steps. grab the rail, took the steps slow. Yep. Got out the front, perfect. Got to the foot bath, okay. There's a road to get across. Oh, sh- oh shit, and there's like, a bike lane. I, I haven't gone here. I haven't gone to the... Where the actual crossing is, because there wasn't many cars, I oh, it was only, okay. and it was only a one-way street out the front of it. And you could do so that. there's nothing coming. So I get across that. That's fine. Then I get over there and I go fucking bike lane, <laughs> and I'm watching, and there's fucking a couple of go, zoom, zoom, and there's a couple other pedaling, and I'm like, and I'm like fucking okay, go now. <laughs> and I've walked across. Legs don't feel like I was going now. quick, but I don't think I was. <laughs> I've got to pass out. I've got to think fuck for that. And I've gone down on some grass, and then I've just sat by the canal. <laughs> And for about an hour, I just watched the fucking boats go by. <laughs> Completely fucked me. But the best thing about smoking is yes. that it's not like alcohol. When you get drunk, it's like, fuck, you're, you're fucked. Yep. When and you smoke, you know you hit a point, And then if you stop, you know it just lowers back down. So yes. you just gotta you just gotta let it right do its it. thing. Yep. And I mean it wasn't a bad experience at all. No, it, was, it just hit me a bit harder than I thought. I just So I'm just sitting on the fucking grass just, just watching things go past. And then I got to a point probably after about half an hour, I'm like, fuck, I feel pretty good. Like, this is good now. Yeah, I'm fine. But what I should have done, rookie mistake, mm. I should have had a few tokes. Yes. Let it sit there to go out. Mm. Enjoyed half my drink. Just taken the cafe in. Have a people looking at you. And then had another couple of tokes after, you know, 10 minutes yeah. or a few minutes. Instead of going fucking, <laughs> fucking like I'm in, <laughs> like I'm in the Bronx <laughs> with my brothers, like you're in prison trying to get cigarettes, <laughs> sucking on it. It was good, but fucking hell, they did hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. that's Amsterdam. genius. Oh, oh, we got along. Oh, fantastic. Well, mm. Brodie's that has been part two of Troy's international adventures. There's more to come. There is more to come. Mm. Unciasa has much more to come. <laughs> That's what she said. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, on that, roadies, no. I am Joe. I'm oh. Troy. Sh- oh, no, too late to mention live fucking, show. Yeah. By the time you hear this, live show's already happened. Yeah, you If fuckers, you weren't there, you missed out. You. It was brilliant. You're not a real listener. <laughs> <laughs>
It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was fucking fantastic. Amazing, incredible stories. Oh my god. Oh, they'll talk about it for eons. <laughs> they'll write songs about they it. They will. <laughs> anyway, hope you can manage the stairs. I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.